Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author R.D. Palmer, and he is the author of The One. R.D., how are you? I am doing great, Don. How are you? Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I come from the software industry, and I've worked uh, all my life there. So specifically, I used to work with writing software for robots. And then the latter part of my life, I was a solution manager for one of the world's largest business software companies in the world. So tell us about your book. This book is a Christian perspective about the development of artificial intelligence and artificial general intelligence. An example is AGI, artificial general intelligence. Artificial intelligence is with us today. Think about machine learning. Today we have artificial intelligence in cars, in classrooms, in work. AGI, artificial general intelligence, is not a reality yet, but there's thousands of people around the globe that are working on this. It is considered the holy grail of technology. This book is written about future events that is told in part through a memoir that looks back through history that explains how AGI first helped people and then for very logical reasons killed them. Now who did you write your book for specifically? It was for the Christian market specifically. However, those that are interested in near future events or those that enjoy nonstop action would also like the book. While the book reviewers have commented that this is science fiction because it's dealing with near future, at its very best, or that's one of the top 10 science fiction books, as one reviewer said, the one has a religious theme to it. The book's characters experience both pain and death, and they ask if there really is a God. The characters struggle through trusting one another. They have their hearts broken. They find new love, and they really go through this gut-wrenching experience of trying to determine, is God a loving God or is God cruel? When the characters go through one obstacle, they face another obstacle. While some characters will see the one who is all-knowing, all-powerful, and is everywhere as God, others will ask, where is the invisible God of the Bible? So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Absolutely. Without a doubt, artificial intelligence is continuing to advance in my field, which is software, we call that getting stronger, is becoming more pervasive. And what we all see around us is that we're becoming dependent upon this technology. Just ask a person at the cash register, for example. There is every reason to believe that this super intelligent thing that thousands of people around the world are creating will become our master. Additionally, there are many people around the world, of course, they're seeing events, these events such as famine, disease, and war. They question if there's a God, and science is asking these questions. So my book, The One, explores these questions from both a scientific standpoint and a biblical perspective. And this examination from a scientific standpoint is done with the physical sciences, which includes quantum mechanics and the mirroring of Bible verses. But through it all, what we find out in the book is that God is in control. So if you compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Oh, great question, Don. This is actually a downside of my book. And the reason why is because no other author in the world has written a book from a Christian perspective about artificial general intelligence and, and the Amish. The writing is not an academic book, but instead what it is, it's a 
adventure book that explores current as well as near future technologies, the effects that it will have on the individual, the globe, and the consequences for us all. Tell us about some of the characters in the book. Oh, some of the characters, they're, they're really wild. They're Amish, but I don't disparage any of the Amish. So what, what you're seeing is you're seeing the Amish as they, they truly are. And what you're seeing is uh, scientists, scientists that help develop the artificial general intelligence and some warriors. So we've got uh, people that are, are fighting. So that's the, the general of the, the characters. Was this book difficult to write? <laughs> Absolutely. It was very difficult, right? Because it was published in 2018. I was legally blind at the time, which meant that I could not drive a car. I could not read a menu, could not even go up to like a McDonald's and take a look at their menu and see it. I just couldn't see. And the reason why I couldn't see is because I had to have cornea transplants on both eyes. So I am pro-technology. Obviously, that was my career. But because the technology is allowed for me to see large text on the screen, and of course, because of technology, doctors were able to do transplants. In addition, uh, what made this book difficult for me is I am not Amish. I live in Wisconsin, and there's Amish around me, but I had to learn about them. I had to learn about their beliefs, their history, how they view the world, and specifically how the technology that surrounds them is affecting them. Do you consider your book to be fiction or prophecy? Well, my book is actually fiction. However, there are some people that do consider it prophecy. And the reason why they consider it prophecy is because I've included eschatology, which is biblical events that are in it. And what they're seeing as they read it is that there's already things that the book was published in November of 2018. And so here we are, August of 2019, that have already come into reality. So do you believe the book could be made into a movie? Yes, I've had two exploratory conference calls with a Hollywood producer, and the great thing about the book is that it's action-packed. It's got a lot of very tense moments, cliffhanging moments, but it also balances those moments off with biblical verses. So according to the gentleman I was speaking to, in order for this to have financial success as a movie, what needs to be done is to remove most, if not all, of the Christian elements from the book. Now, while I highly respect uh, the producer, I believe that uh, he may not be the right person for me to go with if this is to be made into a movie. There's other people that are out there, such as uh, those that created the movie The Shack. So did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Absolutely. I, I grew up, or my career was in the software industry. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I wrote software for robots. I believe 100% that software helps people. However, we must realize that software can also kill, whether that be by intention as in a battlefield or by air. One needs to look no further than what happened recently with the Boeing 737 MAX. Additionally, when I was in college, I became a Christian. And because of that belief, I studied apologetics, Greek, hermeneutics, and eschatology. And that helped me with understanding what to write about this book. So what can you tell us about your genre and why you prefer to write in that genre? Yeah, my genre is kind of strange, if you will. It's science fiction, Christian Amish dystopia, and that's a, a mouthful in itself. The issue is, is that there's no other genre out there like that. There is only one with this genre, and the title happens to be the one. While there are thousands of science fiction books and thousands of Amish books, no one pulls these two genres together. And the reason, Don, why I did this is because I'm looking at the human element. What makes us human and what do we have in common? 
and contrast this with technology, what it is doing to us, and examine from the pristine eyes, the Amish, for example, of those that shun much technology. An example that one may think of is imagine an Amish man driving a horse and buggy, and there's a sign on that buggy. The sign says, we support the Green New Deal. What's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? Well, a month ago, a radio show host was doing a celebration for six, being six years on the radio. And during that time of six years, by her count, she's interviewed hundreds of authors, some of which were New York Times bestselling authors. Well, a caller phoned in and asked her which author book shocked her the most. Interestingly, her response was that the most eye-opening book for her was the one, which is my book. Initially, she approached this book at the topic of AGI and was very skeptical about it. However, what happened is because of the fact that she looked at the book and read it, I've now been on her show eight times. So I've done eight one-hour broadcasts and fielded questions from around the world with people about artificial general intelligence and discussing my book. How would you describe your writing style? Fast-paced, cliffhanging, science fiction adventure, lots of action spiced with surprises, things that make people question and think, because that's important to me. The reason why I wrote the book is because I want people to think of what technology is doing to us today and the advances of what is happening to us. And that's why one reviewer wrote, the premise was probably the most terrifying, clever, and original plot that I've had the pleasure of reading. Who or what would you say influenced your writing the most? A couple different people. One, George Orwell. So think of uh, the book 1984 and Animal Farm. And C.S. Lewis books, for example, that he wrote with screw tape letters, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. And the reason why George Orwell is because he told interesting stories that opened people's eyes. At least he opened my eyes. And the reason why for C.S. Lewis is because he tells interesting stories from a Christian theme. Would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? Absolutely plot-driven. So it's easy for me to write the plot because I can understand from the software industry where the technology is going, and I can put the different events in time sequence of what's happening. But as a first-time author, I struggle with showing and not telling. So it's hard for me to get the characters and easy for me to get the plot. So I spend a lot of time trying to show what the characters are going through. In your opinion, who should buy your book? Well, people that will enjoy this the most will be Christians that want to understand current events, specifically the current events of artificial intelligence and artificial general intelligence. And those people that will enjoy fast-paced cliffhangers and adventure, those will be the ones that will enjoy it the most. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. It's rdpalmerbooks.com. This has been just great. Our guest today has been R.D. Palmer, and he is the author of The One. R.D., thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. The Author Show podcast can be accessed at any time by visiting theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and many more. If you're an author who would like to be featured, just visit theauthorshow.com, complete the interview request form, and we may contact you. Marketing is seldom easy for authors, and The Author Show is a great way to promote your work worldwide using a high-quality interview that can make a real impact. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. 
Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.